welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, kind of dud, you know? No, no. Not too much going on. Not too much, which is surprising since there's not a whole lot to do in the world right now. A little Still, twerking on Instagram. A little twerk, a little there. So, we got our brackets to talk about. We got fantasy to talk about Uh-oh. this week. It's me and, I believe, me and Corey. It's Nick Cage versus the entire city of Portland. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> that's high praise. That's, uh, that's gonna, an army right now. The cage is going to kill him. We got uh, some more Would You would you Rathers from that's Mr. Right. Boop. So that's exciting. So let me, the next show Warzone. let me introduce your <laughs> or No So crew. First, I still can't find the Nick, uh, Nick Gage intro, intro, but hopefully next week I'll have it. But you know this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good... Brother, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Back in charge. This good brother feels alive, for the most part. Ready and willing for the right price. So let's go. Uh, Devin Dog. Real name, no gimmick, large dick. Added something to it. Something false. Uh, the no-sell living legend, Mike Booba. One of these three things is a lie. Hi, everybody. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> it's a small dick. And I'm your host. It's medium. Joseph medium. Russell. It's a medium. It's so, large. The Drew, the Drew McIntyre Doty title is still Girthy. going. <laughs> For a couple For weeks. For a couple more weeks. As his feud with his former friend, Dolph Ziggler, has finally ended... Which, by the way, ended on la- last week. It was a rematch uh, for the oh, this title week. This week. for this week. Yeah. However, on Saturday, they changed it to, nope, it's just a normal match that Drew gets to pick the stipulation to. It no wasn't re- even a title match? No, it wasn't no. even last a title match. Last night wasn't match. a title match? Nope. No, you don't know why? Because they decided they wanted to go with the Orton challenging him earlier in the night. So they couldn't have a title match if Orton's already challenged him. So it became non-title because they didn't want to wait until next week to shoot the Orton angle because they felt it wasn't enough time. Which doesn't make sense because you could have just like had Orton do the challenge. Um, Drew beat him and then say, I accept. Like, But no, they, nope. uh, they changed the match to a non-title, but Drew still gets to pick the stipulation. And he picked it to be a extreme rules match for both of them. There is your baby face once again. Hardcore match. Cutting it down the middle. I mean, that part at least, I mean, traditional booking. Yeah. The baby face does what's right. Mm -hmm. So. Then after the match, Drew wins. Then out of nowhere, RKO. Randall Keith Thornton. With an RKO. So at SummerSlam, we're getting Randy Orton. Who's been number one in pandemic era versus Drew McIntyre, who's been like number two in the pandemic era? We talking no? in ring work? No. Ready for my hot take? Hot take. That's a terrible fucking decision. Okay. If you're looking, yes, Randy Orton has been, as a character and in ring, phenomenal. I've enjoyed every second of it. But if you look at the ratings, it's a terrible move. Look at all these last few weeks of these terrible ratings the third hours get. Who's the centerpiece 
of the third hour on those Raws. Randy. Uh-huh. Who's also 40. Randy. Now, don't get me wrong. I personally am not one to say, oh, if you're 40, you should never be a focal point of the show, because that's bullshit. I'll say it. However. You won't. No, because that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> just go out and shoot anybody who's 40 because they can no longer provide the right way. No, it's bullshit. Um, but this company is facing a problem with not creating stars and just going with the same old. And unfortunately, that's Randy. And the ratings have proven nobody wants to fucking watch it. Yeah. So why? So, I mean, I get it. They, they, I mean, it's, it's been named that way the entire summer. So you can't just halt. Actually, bullshit. You can't. You can't can just halt. You can do whatever you want. And do a different storyline. <laughs> They're broken. The whole fucking company is broken terribly. Just watch last week's NXT and you'll see this company doesn't know what the fuck it's doing anymore. You know what? It's broken. Throw in the Laker of uh, Reincarnation. They need to. But this is a terrible move. Come SummerSlam is going to give you no hype. No one's going to fucking care to watch the buildup or the night after. Specifically with sports happening now. Question. I, did just... I, ha- I have some. Uh, I, I have a fun story to bring up too. There are rumors. What do you think of the rumors of the SummerSlam event maybe being on a boat or on a beach? <laughs> I'm on a boat. Uh, well, I'm on a boat and it's going fast. You, I mean, on a boat's problematic. Um, why not just put it on a cruise? You know. Uh, but, oh, uh, I want every match on like a little Johnson and Johnson. That'd be great. Boat. So you're telling me <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to do a cruise? Why don't they just yeah? So let's put the wrestlers, all of our people, and maybe some fans and cruise on a on a floating petri dish in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, this is a wonderful idea. They might they might do what Dana White promised us of a ring on the on the beach, and then they will be fighting. That's fine if they could do that. Like Bash of the Beach 95, I wouldn't have a problem with it if you can, because then they could have people there. Yep. Just spaced. Like GCW. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. That would probably add some intrigue to this show, because it's certain not your storylines or anything building up towards are going to make people give a shit. Do they, so they don't, have, they don't have a venue locked down for SummerSlam, right? No. They did it. It was boss Brooklyn. But Boston. Then, Boston. Boston. But then they backed out. So, so right now it's the PC or... They're going to do something different. What they should do is do the Hollywood Bowl. It's an amphitheater, so you can have the ring on the stage and have everybody spaced out and watch the show. That's smart, but... Is there anything with the state can of they do? California? To, I don't know. That's the thing. It's an outdoor venue. So. That's the thing, though. Like, I think it might still depend on state by state what they're... Or they should find some sort of like amphitheater. California's locked I mean, down. Because we be all sick. know Florida doesn't give a shit, so you know nope. they'll just do it at a beach in Florida somewhere. Like Miami or something. Dude, WrestleMania is going to be the same way, dude. You know, they always say pay attention to the large conglomerates because they have inside intel about what's going to happen. And Google just recently told 200,000 of its workers that they're going to be working from home until about summer 2021. Yep. Yeah. My, take, my, that, take that with a grain of salt. Producer uh, Zen's brother works for Apple, and he has I'll to work from home. I'm, I'm bragging, indeed. And it's... It, and, and yeah. They you, gave you, it yourself, home. Corey, yeah. worked from home. I work from home, and they've said... No plans anytime it, it, fucking it's, soon. It's it's because there's dumb people in the world that it was when it started in March, and then it's like if we all do everything right, July, summer, that could ease it up to 
straighten the curb. It's like a giant it, family reunion. Yeah. And there's the kid table, right? And all of the countries were at the kiddie table. And they said, okay, now eat your goddamn broccoli. And then, and you, then can, you can have dessert and have fun. Nope. And everybody else, for the most part, there's a couple countries that are stubborn like us. But for the most part, everybody had their broccoli and went on and, and did what they needed to do. But we're still at the table. With this cold-ass With that, that cold-ass broccoli in front of us now for five months, refusing to eat it, and still think we're going to get our way. Yep. That's what's going on. So I have a question for uh, one human wrestling database yes. and the Everyman wrestling fan. Uh-huh. So last week, a couple weeks ago, probably yes. at the lowest rating he's ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That show, is it worse than the show we watched in the War Stories? You got the highest rating of all time. Which show was better? Mm. That show famously got an 8.1 in the ratings. But it was bad watching. Well, I watched all that raw yeah. a couple weeks ago, so, so I can tell better? you. Uh, <laughs> I'm a tough person to ask that to because I'm, I'm extra critical of Attitude Era creative. Yeah. But creatively, that one was probably better. In Ring... Now smokes it like the matches were better. I agree, but creatively it was better back then, and that's ultimately the, the, the bottom the line. The storylines, yes, yeah. but then the but the in ring, right. so much better. What do you think, Jevin? Do you agree? I agree. Uh, so I eight point one. Eight point one. Eight point one. They got a one What was the date? It was. Like May tenth. May tenth because Nitro wasn't on. Yep. Yeah, May tenth. And uh, the NBA that night got a one point two. Yeah, the NBA on TNT, the playoffs got a 1.2. <laughs> Raw got an 8.1. <laughs> That's how over professional wrestling was? Yes, over sir, WWF yeah. was. Back in the late 90s, sir. it was on fire. Devin, in the late, I was like, in the late 90s? I was like two or three. This is like in, when in I the, first ever saw wrestling. 8.1. In the late 90s, it was like a 6.5 for Raw and a 3.4 what, So they got an 8.1. What did Nitro get? Nothing. It was on that it was on. They, they preempted it for the playoffs. Uh, Which in the playoffs only got a 1.2 or something like that. And Nitro usually got like a 3.9. So, <laughs> so they lost viewers to com- it. So, when people. So, all the viewers that didn't watch WCW went to Raw. Went to Raw. Yeah. So when, oh my God. So that's like, insane. Let me paint you this picture real quick. In the summer of 98 was when it was at its absolute peak in popularity. And in the summer of 98, Nitro would get a 5.5 ish mm-hmm. and Raw would get a 4.5 ish. So it was like almost, it was 10 million. It was, viewers. Almost, it was about 10 million viewers every when Monday night. When people are, are celebrating that on, on Wednesday nights, <laughs> that it's a combined 1.4 million, yeah. 1.5 million, whatever it is that week, to then you go, in May of 1999, it was about 10 million. 10 times the audience. That's fucking yeah. insane. In 20 years, <laughs> they've literally lost 90% of the audience. Yeah. yeah. As soon as WCW went down, because everybody thinks mm-hmm. it was the shits, right? When WCW went down and died, they were still getting a 3.5 in the ratings. That just wasn't good enough for TNT. The fans just stopped watching Let entirely. me see. I'll, I'll, but they, but they but showed yeah, up. But there were no, some they dem- didn't. They were getting a 3.5. But I mean, like, so but, no, but yeah, they but, didn't yeah. go to WCW. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of that just stopped watching because it. Because a lot of people didn't like the, the other there was a lot of loyalty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm one of the few that loved both, but I had the I, I'm but more. You're the, but you're but the, you're just the human wrestling guy. Yeah, you have to like. Pull. But there's a lot of people who are like, I'm done, and so, they never came back. And then WWE was so bad every year going on. 
that they've whittled it down to about 1.5. We talked about and the then all and then all those WCW people that left are now the 50 and older that yeah. are watching yeah. NXT. So, he, so <laughs> Devin, to show you something, ready for this? March 1st, Raw got a 6.3, WCW got a 4.3. March 8th, Raw got a 6.4, and WCW got a 4.4. That's literally 10, 10 point what? 10.2 million. 10.2. Holy shit. 10.8 Yeah, it's for the four, second week. Four, yeah. And Holy they've managed shit. to whittle that down to 1.5 a week. Yep. Good job, guys. 1.9 on, on uh, free TV. Really crushing it. Yeah. Yeah, Randy uh, Randy did the lowest <laughs> hour three of all time, 1.463. So Last. Oh, sorry. Imagine with this horrific, horrific audience they have, if they were still predicated on pay-per-view buys. Like oh god yeah if they if, if they, they thank network, god if they, they have the or, network or TV deals and they want to get rid of it yeah Vince wants to get rid of it but like not they if Vince you were still hoping for pay per view buys to hit monthly project and quarterly fucked. projections you're mm. fucked especially the shit they've been hit. yeah, yeah. Um, can you imagine paying seventy bucks HD for the horror show at Extreme no World? thank you <laughs> nobody dude. would do nobody that. would buy that <laughs> yeah. nope I just no. thought about that like, yeah. oh boy. What was I was gonna say something shit. It wasn't important to worry about. That's probably right. So the ratings are still, shit. I, I was gonna say last week is actually let's so talk to sound ratings for a minute. Yeah. Last week, uh, AEW made a little history. Uh, one of their segments, it's the first segment to break a million in viewers. It was the end of the Young Bucks Butcher Blade match, which was yeah. good. Which was good, and that was, that's and that's cool. They the first one to break a million oh, segment. I remember it now. However, last week for the first time ever. Um, a couple of segments on AEW actually got better ratings than segments on Raw or SmackDown. Not just NXT, Raw and, and SmackDown. What segments? I'm pretty. I, I I read and I forgot. I know it's uh, the the Bucks and Butcher Blade did really well. That was chaotic. And I I want to say Eddie Kingston and Cody did. Really I think well. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did better than Raw. Some some segments in Raw and Nitro or SmackDown. Um. That's worrisome if I'm WWE. If the Wednesday show that you have a show on to compete with is now slowly beginning to get more viewers in certain segments than your flagship shows on Monday and Friday, that's well, not good. Triple H called them, what, fresh and... Yeah. Oh, sometimes there's a lot of fresh new things, and they, you know, they'll last a couple years, and then don't worry about it. Uh, kind of like NXT, bud. Yeah, Got to throw that out there. What are you going to say, Devin? You thought uh, it I was asked Corey something. Oh, that's everybody. Do you think... No. Okay. Do you think that when they come back for the first show with fans, that that will bump the ratings? Because I do. I do, but it de- how much depends on... Yeah, I don't know how much. ...what's up I've, against it. If there's like a... If, yeah. if, if it happens to be while there's a big... Because spark- I think that bumps it. Let's say it's November, but there's a hot Monday night football game. Yeah. With how bad so, this has been lately, that could really it, kill it. So, you want to go ahead? Because I got, I got a little story. You know what they're going to do, right? You're gonna what? get Austin. You're gonna get the Raw. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. They're oh, going yeah. to oh, yeah. play oh, yeah. the fucking hits. We're back. And it's gonna be Raw 25. <laughs> yeah. Whoever has the belt, Brock's gonna show up in F5 in eight seconds and win the belt. Yeah. Uh, Austin's gonna stun a McMahon. No, uh, he's gonna come every out. Every McMahon will be on TV for a long time. Yeah. The yeah. Rock will uh, at least do it via satellite. So will fucking John Cena. Yeah. The Undertaker will come out with his dong. Uh, <laughs> That's for Jeff. You'll get the hits. You know. 
Edge will come out and at least cut a promo. Yep. Like, you'll get the hits. Yep. Uh, yep. You know what you won't get? Any of the new guys looking anything like a star. No yep. in-ring so, action. You'll get just... Cedric getting stunned. You'll get yeah. Kane to Undertaker tombstone. Angel Garza and Andrade. You, Brock Castro Drew. You have... You have <laughs> Austin celebrating the ring, telling how the new up-and-comers are going to be great, and they're nowhere to be seen. So that's funny. So we, uh, at the shoot, me and my partner had to drive up for about a 45-minute drive. So we, this is actually a discussion that we had about what WWE is doing right now is hurting them, and he, like always, compares it to the Attitude Era. But how... Stone Cold. How... How Rock and like let's say Rock and Triple H in the beginning when in the Attitude Era, they had their place at the IC title and they fought until they finally made it. Rock made his way oh. to the top. Same with Triple H, as they fought jobbers and then they fought the veterans and then they that's what moved them up. And I was telling about how that's cool and all, but before all this started, Heyman had an idea for a six month plan that would push. Everybody that he was pushing at the time. Prophets, Raiders, Angel Garza, Andrade. Black. Black. McIntyre. Uh, all these people that are on Raw every week. Belair, who just now got back on TV last week. Yeah. And he had... Heyman had a plan for it, but then COVID hit. And then Vince went, let's bring, let's bring, let's bring back everybody that they want to watch. Randy, Big Show, Ray, Sheamus, <laughs> Seth Rollins. Mark Henry last night. Mark Henry. Farouk, Ron Simmons was on uh, TV last week. I, for one, am glad that finally that young upstart, the Big Show, is getting the push he deserves. That big guy from Desert Day? Hopefully, Me too. hopefully he can become a star. Well, uh, and I was telling, like he was like, I was telling him like to get current day superstars over. They need sure they need a face of vet here and there. But they also need to win. <laughs> yeah, they need to beat those vets. But when it's when instead of the that young upstart Big Show facing Randy Orton again, or hey, instead of having maybe Ricochet or Seth uh, Ricochet or Buddy Murphy feud against each other, it's Buddy Murphy's just on the side, or it's Seth Rollins facing Rey Mysterio instead of maybe. Angel Garza facing Rey Mysterio. What should happen at SummerSlam is Drew McIntyre should beat Randy Orton like Brock. Agreed. Cena. Yeah. Just beat the fuck out of him for it four be, minutes. It should be under five him. minutes. Yep. Orton can get a couple shots in, but Drew just dominates. Yes. No, not even a whiff of an RKO. Yeah. Washes him. Yes. That's Squashes what should him. happen. And to the we'll go twenty minutes and yep. we'll get an RKO. In a and to the point of what the fans is also like. Yeah, I think once fans show up, it, it's it's the matter of. You know, you know, AEW will sell out because it's the. Do they have a dedicated fan base? Yes, that they promote too. Yeah, they Can don't. Promote- a, do you think, with how bad the ratings have gotten, that would indicate nobody watches this shit anymore? So, do you think WWE will struggle to fill buildings no. when they come back? I think people will look think for so. any reason to go out. I think, think so. I think yeah. I, I agree with Mike that they will be doing the. I need to get out of my house. What do I do? Well, WWE's in town. Let's go. But and also that's gonna keep them from ever learning. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, as reports came out last week that you know Vince is now gonna be pushing people to be stars. Uh Uh, He said that a couple times in the last five years, so I'll wait until it actually fucking happens. I have a couple of questions for you. One, 
wrestling tends to go in cycles, and I don't just mean that, but I mean also in terms of what they li- idolize and lionize. Like uh, 10 years ago, in this era, they were all about the 80s. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair was the greatest of all time, and it was watching the Horsemen and Hogan and Savage and all that nostalgia. It went okay. Do you think that nowadays it's all about lionizing the Attitude Era and its way that it handled business is hurting now? Because everybody's like, they're, I mean, they're trying to replicate it. And everybody's comparing it to it. And of course it's not as good. But then again, <laughs> well, that era hot-shotted everything into the fucking ground. And this is kind of a weird point to make, but with a lot of the 80s stars, a lot of them were dead. So you could just be like, hey, remember when these guys were great? Well, now mm-hmm. you can trot out a broken-ass down Stone Cold Steve Austin and watch him struggle to get into a ring. Like, I think a lot of the shine is coming off of those guys because they're still around. Is it also because, like... Yeah, I know Flair wrestled forever, and so did Hogan, but they didn't trot out the 80s stars to Mm-mm. fill in. I mean, they've thrown every Attitude yeah, Era star like, from both companies at us in the last 10 years as big deals, it, it's, and it's like, eh. It's, the at process, some point, they're not a big deal if you keep coming back. Like, exactly. It's the process that WWE's doing is that they will, instead of, Trying to promote within, they bring people back to like, hey, you were you were a ratings getter. You mm. were you were in two thousand two. Wait a minute. Hmm. That reminds me of another company that went out of business almost twenty years ago. Wait a minute. Wait what a was minute. that? What was what was finally the problem with WCW or ninety nine? UWF. Uh, no, WCW. They uh, oh. they kept. I mean, look at the paper we just watched: Piper versus Flair. Yep. Nash versus Page. Sting versus Goldberg, with the exception of Goldberg. It's all the old guys in the main event spots while all the talented guys were stuck in an opening card triple threat tag title match. Yep. I cannot believe that nobody in this company who was there during that time and fought to keep the company alive cannot see that they're making every single mistake that WCW made and didn't learn from any of it. Do you, so with that fact... Everybody that was then or there at the in WWE at the time, how many are there now? How many, like and like a handful. Unfortunately, all of the people in complete charge: Vince, Dunn, Pritchard, uh, Briscoe, Pat. I mean, they're all still there. Those are the fuckers running it. So you have them. Those five, <laughs> but it, it's yeah. it's the nine. You have all five. You know who else is still there? Johnny Ace, who was an executive on the losing side. So Corey, I know how to fix it. It just hit me. Risco and Patterson have to beat the Mean Street Posse. Yep. That's Bring them out. I, just, I can't believe they're making almost like 21 years to the date. They're making every singular mistake that WCW made. You can almost graph it oh. and be like, so. Who's doing the sit spot? Oh, <laughs> Drew. Drew, stay no. off the ropes. No. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. pretty God soon. No. <laughs> pretty soon. Let's see. Holy fuck. It just may have just started. Pat McAfee's going to win the world title. Yeah. That's going to be Arquette. Yeah. <laughs> Pat McAfee is going to win a title. Wait a minute. Ready to rumble two? So, uh, <laughs> so then what What Booker wins the world title? Oh, it's it's going to be fucking uh, Vince again. Oh. You think he won't trottle his 76-year-old oh, ass God out there to, real, to humble he's, some He's going to hire Vince Russo, then Vince Russo is going to He will ride his automatic wheelchair down. and make. The but then again, they already did that in 2016 when Triple H won the world title and was the champ going into WrestleMania. 
as an executive. So they've already done that one. So check you, that off the list. You brought something up. Let's bring it up before I forget it. Adam Cole, baby. baby. Kind of did had a little spat with Mr. Pat McAfee on his podcast or radio. This was so embarrassing. It's a radio show. But radio show. So embarrassing. That basically... That your brothers would have that kind of outing? No, that they would book this kind of shit and expect us to buy it. And then they're like, they have this Adam Cole... work? Then they have Adam Cole, like, apologize on Twitter, which makes you think it wasn't a work. But then Triple H immediately comes out and says, oh, I invite Pat McAfee to NXT to talk about it. Uh-huh. Well, fucking son of a bitch. I mean, just fucking... So, how blatant can this so, be? Where's my surprise, damn They it. need a big match for TakeOver. When was the last time anyone in this room was surprised? Which, by the way... That was WWE. Who in here is surprised Genuinely. that they ixnade Evolution 2 for another TakeOver? I'm not. All hands? I'm not. Uh, no. All owners re- of the bar do you, who were opposed. Yeah. Do you I. really <laughs> think they were going to put on a women's owners pay-per-view without Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky? Fuck no. Fuck no. So, if they had some balls, they would. Yeah, so with they, Adam Cole... They have the talent. So with Adam Cole and McAfee, they've been doing the running line of McAfee trying to like. Oh, it's been years, years that McAfee's trying to be like, I'm hip, I'm cool, and you know, Matt Cole's like, shut up, nerd. You're a punter, and I was the best at my position. You were. It was. A punter. It was he was all decade. So they went to the radio show, <laughs> and but, he, but punter Adam Cole drunk. was all their decade. visiting family, I'm and sure the whole time, <laughs> McAfee's being the dick radio host, like let's say a Joe Rogan. And, no, uh, no, no. That's no. the part. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, get it. Well, I like them both about equally. So, I, I what I don't understand uh, is this doesn't even make sense. They've got losing coronavirus. If every other time they've done this, the, the celebrity is the face. Yep. But he came off as the hill <laughs> against the hill. Except for John Stewart. Nothing makes sense. Except for John Stewart. <laughs> <sighs> that still didn't make sense. But Mac me being the dick. Half the from the entire uh, thing, and then he does the you know people compare you to Shawn Michaels. However, you have help with the Undisputed Era. So what? Uh, big whoop, DX, big whoop. Cool. Yeah, whatever. And then he goes, well, you know, you're not that tall. Fuck you, man. Oh, the height thing again. Yeah. Then he snaps. But then I I Fuck liked it. And I like the internet. Is this a rib or a shoot? And Mark Henry of all people, it's a shoot. He thinks it's real. Of course, he's, of course fucking he he's a carny. He's a carny, and he's under contract. Yeah. So, so he thinks it's real. Somebody and then, he thinks I want you to be in the Hall no, of Fame. No, so, he wants know, you whatever. to think it's real. Well, That's he, the thing. You also have to remember, he wanted you to think that the NXT would get a full, $4 million on its uh, first day. When he got like a 1.2. Yeah, he's going to tell that company line. He Just a bit outside. He knows, outside. He knows who signs his paychecks. But then with then Mac be, hey, show up on NXT this week to find out no. your match. Well, because McAfee does, and Cole did make a reference like, "Oh, I work. I I've been training to be a wrestler." And like, you were rolling around in the ring doesn't count as you being a a wrestler. Yeah, it's gonna be a takeover match. Yeah. I'm taking McAfee because they got nothing forward Cole right now. McAfee, McAfee with a roll up, hundred percent. McAfee could drop dead in front of me tomorrow, and I wouldn't even blink. He means that little to me. He's an all decade punter. He literally right. is like Joe Joe Rogan to me. Like McAfee lives. I don't even consider him to be a human. He's just. He exists, and that's what it is, but I don't fucking care about him at all. I am. Hear that, Pat? I would have to learn to care just to eventually someday try I to care. I thought you were a big Indianapolis Colts fan. 
Why don't you brutus board? Uh, I don't you think beefcake he... him and tell him what he should do. Oh, kill yourself! <laughs> uh, I don't like anything about Indianapolis or Indiana. Fuck you, Pacers and Colts and Reggie people Miller? who live in Indianapolis. Reggie Miller. Fuck Parks and Rec's in Indianapolis. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the worst episode of The Office? You've seen Parks and Rec. Peyton Manning. Uh, his five head got out and went somewhere else. <laughs> Boom roasted. Boom I mean, roasted. His spine made him do that, but we're gonna roast on to our bracket. Woo! <laughs> so, Mister Booble. Yeah, we had the second round. We had a couple tiebreakers, so uh, yeah, I've been an- anxiously waiting these mm-hmm. tiebreakers. Nobody cares. Green round two court. on the Bruno side. Oh yeah, ah. Bruno San Martino. Taking on Stone Cold Steve Austin with the final tally of 10 to 3. Bruno moves on. Wow. He should have. That does shock me, though. Yes, yeah, I'm shocked. He the right call, but. Shocked. But wow. Uh, Number five, Brock Lesnar versus number four, Randy Savage. We have a tie, ladies and gentlemen, tied at six. And what do we do with ties? Uh, Nothing. They both move on. Oh, sorry. It's like like WCW. I was just saying 2020, we give them both trophies and a reward. Yeah. Uh, So. We throw it in the old 2K20 sim after about 900 glitches. The winner, and moving on, one Brockus Lesnar. Oh, okay. It's a video game. Of course, it's he's going to win. It's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew Brock would win because of the strength being like 400. Next match, 11 seed Eddie Guerrero versus number 3 seed Triple H. Final tally of 10 to 3, Triple H. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 10 seed AJ Styles versus 2 seed Bob Backlund. Final tally 11 to 5. Bob Backlund moves on. Snap. Let's jump over to the Hogan side of the bracket real quick. 1 seed Hulk Hogan. 8 seed Shawn Michaels. Awkward. Where'd he go, Devin? The final tally of 13 to 4. Split your report's fault. Hogan moves on. Mm-hmm. As yeah. he should have. Yeah. Zen. Zen. Despises Hogan so much right now that she's like, I, "Can we just DQ him? Get him out." I wish. No, we can't. Yeah. Like I wish too. He's a he's a racist scumbag. But yep. I'm not yeah. going to erase history. We're not having an day trip. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Body signed himself. Uh, the five seed, The Rock, taking on the four seed, Randy Orton. We have a tie, ladies and gentlemen. Tied at nine. Uh, Six more people voted for that one than Randy Savage That's, and Lesnar. Which is it's weird. fitting that that one tied, considering I can't think of two more champions in WWE who were handed so many opportunities, but yet produced so little, really, with it. Yeah. And moving on. Now, I thought that would get a bit of a something from somebody. But then again, two people aren't even paying attention to the conversation. So there's that. Moving on is Randy Orton. Randy with takes the out up. the rock. I mean, honestly, it's not an upset, but like, honestly speaking, it's probably the better. What I was, yeah, what I was kind of getting at is that neither one of them have had great world title reigns, considering yeah. who they are. Yeah. I think out of both, who who? I mean, to me, that's really is a toss up. It's like neither one of them had fantastic defining reigns. I you could have gone either way. I would probably say Orton if I had to pick one. Number 11 seed, Undertaker, taking on 3 seed, Bret Hart. Final tally of 11 to 6. Bret the Hitman Hart moves on. Thank God. You should. And final matchup. Um, <clears throat> technically on the poll, we had Ric Flair versus John Cena. Mm, somebody We done messed up. It was actually supposed to be Yokozuna. The right man won in the end. John Cena wins 9 to 7. Yeah, it really wouldn't have mattered too it much. It wouldn't have mattered. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we on to the Elite 8. These are your four matchups. 
Bruno Sammartino taking on Brock Lesnar. Ooh, yeah. Jesus. All right. Okay. Uh, hopefully in real life because that would be phenomenal. That's actually a tough pick <laughs> That's a big time uh, tough pick I mean, because, uh, I mean, Bruno should theoretically walk through this entire thing, but there's a couple of guys, <laughs> and Brock's one of them, yeah. where you have to be like, huh. his reigns have been good. There's been a lot and of And he's them. meant a lot of business. He's meant a lot he's, of business. Yeah. It's been a decade. You, you, it, this it's is, tough. This is going to be a like uh, coin flip. Oh, the, the Elite Eight. To be honest, yeah. this is one where I'm going to have to actually do some research. Yes. The Elite, yes. The Elite uh, Eight is fun. All right. All right. Uh, next matchup on the Bruno side, Triple H taking on Bob Backlund. Ooh, that's... that's an, yeah. I, I, I think Triple H will win in a Intriguing. landslide. Intriguing. Maybe not. Backlund. I'm afraid he will. I think it deserves more thought. I mm-hmm. think it might. I, I would say, I don't know. Backlund got 10 votes. Backlund so. had, I mean, the one, I mean, it was a certified. I don't count the, the second reign. No. But, but the first one was almost six years. Yeah. And Triple right. H, that's good. I mean, that's interesting. It's that's fun. Interesting. Yeah. On the other side of the bracket, we have Hulk Hogan taking on Randy Orton. That should be a whitewash. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Pun intended? Yes. Pun intended. <laughs> And finally, this is fucking fun. Bret Hart versus John Cena. Oh, fuck, dude. That is fun. That is a fun Elite Eight. If you're going by numbers, it's Cena, but like so, in terms of number of reigns. But people might. However, uh, on the Hogan side, uh, all top four seeds advanced. On the Bruno side, the top three advanced, and then Lesnar was the five seed. So fucking Lesnar. Who we seeded it right. Yeah, we did. We seated it right. Lesnar, yeah. Lesnar still all that work we did, and yeah. it was it was spot on. Yeah, Lesnar still is. with the uh, you know, even though even though people don't respect him, he still fucking puts his name. Ooh, and that I, is a fun elite eight. As of this year, I've turned the corner in the fact that I will now, in my own personal thought process, I when I think of the greatest WWE champions of all time, I put Brock Lesnar in that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's Bruno, it's Bob, it's Hulk, it's it's Cena, it's Brock. Yeah, yeah. you got to put him in there. Brock's been carrying. We can say he has. For can you imagine the last ten years without Brock Lesnar? No, mm. to be honest, you can't think about. It. I mean, he's, he's even though, a, even though we mm. make jokes, even though he's not there for three months, he does still bring that big fight feel. It's because he's a big deal when he is there. Yeah, exactly. And I wish they would do that. With so yeah, else. Uh, that's your lead eight, folks. That is fucking fun. That is fun. That's gonna be, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> that is. Blow me it's out of the water. fantasy time, it's and it's gonna be a week. Corey versus Conair, my pay per view. All right, I'll go because right. it's not good. PDX Pioneer Spirit comes to you July twenty eighth, twenty twenty, from the uh, Dream Theater in in, in Portland. Um, a, a robust five hundred and two people in the Woo! building. Um, Rockus. Quince Ganya. And the Honorable Governor Joseph the Body LaSalle III opened the show and announced that in honor of the great pioneer <laughs> spirit of the Northwest and the great legends of Portland wrestling, we will be inter- introducing a new championship here in PDX. With that, the body reaches under his feather boas and brings out the PDX Pioneer Championship. Ganya says tonight we will have four first-round matches starting right now. First round match, AJ Styles defeats PJ, um, Pete Dunn in 13.45 with a Styles Clash. Dunn worked on the left wrist and hand for the majority of the match until missing a knee, leading to AJ taking over and uh, hitting a phenomenal form and finally the Styles Clash. Second first round match, Pac 
Defeated Drew McIntyre in 831 with a black arrow. Drew dominated with his size most of the match. Uh, however, um, Warbeast came out, and while Samael distracted the ref, Fatu gave a Samoan drop to Drew on the concrete floor and rolling him in, allowing Pac to hit the arrow for the win. Okay, I like that. First round match number three, Shingo Takagi defeated Jeff Hardy in 11 minutes. Jeff with the quick offense, but Shingo slows it down, uses his strong style offense and hard clotheslines to ground Hardy. He slams Hardy down directly on his left shoulder, then locks in a vicious chicken wing for the submission. Right? <laughs> and the last first-round match, Tyler Bate defeated Ilya Dragunov in a shade under 10 with the Tiger Driver 97. Fast-paced physical match that goes down the middle. Neither man ever has control for long. A lot of European-style offense, chain wrestling, stiff shots, um, neat escapes. Bate hits a questionable kick to the lower midsection okay. and hits the driver for the win. So going on to the next show, you have AJ, Pac, Shingo Takagi and Tyler Bate in the tournament still. Chris Jericho and classic Cody Chun enter the ring, and Jericho tells everyone that he is the GOAT and can take anybody and make them a star. Guevara was just a loser who couldn't cut the mustard. I had to send him packing. But now I have this guy, Corey Chump. Yeah, yeah, Cody Chun, that's what I said. Uh, I can take him. I'm going to make him great. Don't worry about it. With that, Shane Strickland and Murphy come out and uh, offer to defend the tag belts. Wow. So now we got those two defending against Jericho and Chun. Shane Strickland and Murphy win the match in 623 with a pile driver from Murphy on Chun after the match. And I rate Jericho beats the hell out of Chun and leaves disgusted and pissed off. I like it. Match number seven. If Brian wins, he gets a PDX title match. But Shelton Benjamin defeated Daniel Bryan in 1215 after the slaughter. Para bumped Brian through a table after a ref bump left him out. Gulak ran out to help, but they decimated him as well and left him bloodied, allowing Shelton to pin Daniel Bryan and stave off the title match. And then Hammerstone defended that PDX title against Mustafa Ali. Hammerstone wins in uh, 1922 with the Pendulum. Really competitive match that saw um, Ali come within a hair of winning a couple times. Hammer used the strength advantage to wear him down, and after a low blow, hit the Pendulum to win. After the match, all of the uprising celebrated in the ring, and the crowd booed to end the show. Hell yeah. That's a good show. Lights out. <laughs> I'm, oh God. We open up Lights Out with Davina Delwig in the ring, about to interview the uprising when James Ellsworth comes out okay. and says he wants a match with any of them next. Me. Davina says, hell, I'll just wait to interview you guys later. Shelton, uh, Shelton who do you pick to face? Ellsworth. Uh, Lance Archer d- takes the, the match and squashes Ellsworth in three minutes. After the match, Shelton comes down and says that Rising are stronger than ever and that, as you saw on Pioneer Spirit, nobody can touch him. We're going to run this place for a long, long time. Then Artemis Spencer comes out and says, uh, I'll try to fight somebody. And then Priest attacks him and beats the living shit out of him. I added the shit part. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Getting into it. <laughs> Four-man battle royal with the losers of the first round matches in the Pioneer Tournament. Yeah. Azilia Dragunov defeated Drew McIntyre, Pete Dunn, and Jeff Hardy. Um, not sure why there was a battle royal. Did, no, doesn't, doesn't say anything about winning anything. <laughs> <laughs> the result was Azilia Dragunov got his revenge. Yeah, they're cool. He didn't go home a sore loser. 
Backstage, Davina is finally interviewing the Uprising and asks if Hammerstone knows his next opponent. And he says, I'll tell you what, we don't know. I don't care. I'm the champ. Nobody here can touch me. Um, but Davina says, I've heard that the winner of the mat- next match will face, uh, will face you in an upcoming title match here on Lights Out. Oh, sure. Breaking all the news. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Flash Morgan Webster defeats Mark Andrews in, <laughs> in eight <laughs> minutes. Tag so, team partners. After the match, <laughs> he says at the next Lights Out Hammer, your title is mine. <laughs> Flash Morgan Webster says <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I mean, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Final uh, PDX women's title match. Gonna change hands a <laughs> Chelsea Green defeated champion Mia Yim by disqualification. She won in nine minutes when she went under the ring and grabbed a uh, kendo stick and hit her when the ref called for the bell. She hit the ref with the kendo stick. Uh, after Checks the match, uh, Quince Ganya comes out and says, there will be a rematch next week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That is... Uh, that's awesome. That's PDX for this two weeks. What a great reporter that is. Breaking up a tag team. Huh? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then take it on the champ on Lights Out. How are you going to use it on the rail? Bold move, Cotton. Let's see if that plays out. You got to get that you got to get that important rating win at 1:45 a.m. on Wednesday on that uh, local cable I mean, access channel. The girls going wild videos aren't on anymore, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Or the jackhammer like the uh long distance golfing. Yep. Yeah. Every time he goes pow, every time it's the ball. <laughs> Love those commercials. I would do that at the driving range. When you would miss. What I would, yeah, yourself. what I would miss. So hard. Got my attention. <laughs> All right. I'm ready so, for takeoff, Joe. So we got, we got 99 Nitro out of the way. Yeah. Let's go to the 8.2 rated <laughs> uh, Attitude Era. Connor. So you were the NBA playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure I was the NBA playoffs. I was like... Whatever was on C-SPAN at the moment. All right, we're welcome to Con Air. We're in Las Vegas. We're in the Nick Cage Arena. The NCA. <laughs> he brings it. He brings it everywhere he goes. Hmm. We have twenty-one thousand in attendance. Jesus Christ! At five hundred two, packing them. Commentary is Wait, good old. The problem is his seats two hundred thousand, so it's it's a sparse look. <laughs> it's jam packed. Uh, our commentary is JR and a hungover vampiro. Poor vampiro. The set, the entrance, above the entrance is a nose of a plane. We have cars on the left side of the entrance with a dead body of Dave Chappelle's character, Pinball. On the right, we have Steve Prashemi playing, having a tea party with a little girl. The ring is surrounded by sand. The entrance ramp is... The Vegas Strip. Hell yeah. Sounds pretty dope. We cut straight backstage and we see a, a laid out Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, walking past him going, that's a shame. I'm beginning to feel like Bret Hart. This business has passed me. By. <laughs> <laughs> right. show, we, uh, we, show comes out with Nick Cage coming out dressed up as his character for Con Air, Cameron Poe. Cage says uh, Ron, uh, Balor's too hurt tonight so he will not be Wrestling, the match won't be happening tonight, but it will take place next week on High Praise Wrestling. Put the bunny in the box. Nick doesn't want to disappoint the fans. So, what he's going to, since they're losing this match, he's changing the main event just a little bit. 
It's a Con Air match. However, there will be the title hanging above, making it also a ladder match at the end. Damn. Cage wants to bring up the Con Air match. They start in in, uh, L.A. and then they fly to Vegas. Visions of Uncensored 96. With the ladder at the end. Oh, uh, Cage wants to say since him and Vampiro got super wasted last week, he forgot to mention that there is a women's title match tonight. Tony Storm versus Io Shirai versus Britt Baker. Out of nowhere, Danny Banaducci shows up and he wants to fight Kenta. God damn it! Cage tells him if he wants a match with Kenta, he can get it on. He can have it on high praise, but Kenta comes out and hits him with the GTS and walks away. <laughs> Nick Cage says, Nick Cage says, enjoy the show. Let's start it with the women's match. So our first match of the night is for the women's high praise championship. Britt Baker versus Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. Io and Tony attack Britt first. They double suplex her and Britt rolls out of the ring. Io and Tony start throwing hands at each other. Britt comes in with a double clothesline. Britt picks up Tony and throws her into the post. Britt turns around and gets a kick from Io. Britt rolls back outside. Io goes to the top rope and hits a double moon, uh, moonsault on both women on the outside. Io picks up Tony, but Tony throws her into the still steps. Tony then scoop slams e- uh, Britt onto Io. Tony gets on the apron, does a running somersault, but Io and Britt grab her and throw her into the barrier. They grab her from in the air and throw her into the barrier. EO and Britt then go uh, back into the ring, but Britt hits uh, EO in the knee. Britt hits a DDT on EO, but gets a two. Britt picks up EO, but Tony then hits a double drop kick from the top rope. Tony then puts Britt into a Boston cra- uh, Crab, but EO runs from behind and hits a bulldog on Tony. EO goes for the cover, but Britt stops the count. Tony goes for the stone, goes for Storm Zero on EO, but EO reverses it into a signature death drop. Tony covers her, but gets a two. Britt then hits a backstabber on Tony. Britt picks up EO and puts her on the top rope for a superplex, but EO tries to reverse it. Tony gets under, and we get a super powerbomb suplex. Tony covers for Britt for two, then covers EO for two. Tony puts on an arm breaker on EO, but... As that's happening, Britt puts on the locked jaw, and Tony lets go and submits. Your winner, and still, high praise champion, women's champion, Britt Baker. Match goes about 18 minutes. That was a lot for match one. Starting off the night hot. Yeah. Got to do it. Match two, Cedric Alexander versus Ricochet. Cedric comes out first, but Ricochet storms the ring and tackles Cedric. Ricochet pummels Cedric. Cedric until the ref breaks them apart. The bell rings and Cedric runs to the outside. Ricochet hits a flying crossbody to the outside. Ricochet picks up Cedric and then, uh, but Cedric rakes the eyes. Cedric then uh, puts Ricochet on his shoulders and hit a Death Valley driver onto the still steps. Cedric then picks up Ricochet and hits a Taka Michinoku driver off the still steps. Cedric throws Ricochet into the ring, makes the cover bow, and gets a two. Cedric goes for the lumbar check, but Ricochet flips over Cedric and hits a drop kick. Ricochet does a standing shooting star press for a two. Ricochet picks up Cedric, throws him into the turnbuckle, going, uh, and he's going for a running drop kick, but Cedric flips Ricochet. Ricochet lands on his feet and hits a clothesline. 
Ricochet goes up to the top rope and goes to the 630, but Cedric, Cedric moves out of the way, and Cedric uh, lands on his feet, runs over and hits a running, uh, hits a Hurricane Rana, but Cedric lands on his feet and hits his own Hurricane Rana. Cedric grabs Ricochet and hits a springboard DDT. Cedric makes the cover for two. Cedric goes over to the turnbuckle and takes it off. Ricochet points it out, and the ref goes over and fix it. Ricochet hits a low blow on Cedric, hits the recoil, and goes to the top rope and hits the 630 for the win. Your winner, Ricochet. Match goes about 14 minutes. We go backstage with Nick Cage as he's having a drink with Time Bomb. He's trying to, uh, as Time Bomb's trying to talk, Nick's just mentioning his head. Yep, yep, but he doesn't understand a damn thing. Minoru Suzuki dresses up as uh, Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> Jesus. As Minoru Suzuki <laughs> wants to play Russian roulette with Nick, and Nick's all about it. That sounds about right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Let's go to our third match of the night. The Rock and Roll Express versus FTR for the High Praise Tag Team Championships in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Jesus. Gibson and Dax start the match yeah, and a bunch of I'm snap mirrors it. and headlocks. Tax, uh, Dax tags in Cash. Morton tags in Gibson. They tie up and Cash uh, tie up, but Cash and Morton... Uh, hang on, let me read my things here. Uh, but Cash puts Morton in a headlock. Morton then hits a back body drop. They t- both tie up again. But then Cash does the same thing. Anything you can do, I can do better, old man. Cash grabs Morton and throws him into the turnbuckle and hits the ten punches. Cash tags in Dax. They hit a double suplex on Morton. They keep uh, Morton. Uh, they keep Morton away from Gibson. Uh, uh, Cash goes for the clothesline, but Morton ducks and tags in Gibson. Gibson begins to clean house and take down both men. Uh, ten minutes have gone by. Gibson and Morton get up and hit the double back elbows on both men. R and R, Rock and Roll, uh, go for the double drop kick on Dax, but Cash sacrifices himself for the kick. Morton then tags back in. They toss Cash to the outside. Morton goes for a Canadian Destroyer on Dax, but ga- uh, Cash grabs Morton's feet and Dax hits a second rope DDT. Dax covers Morton for the while Cash is holding Morton's feet on the on the apron for the first pin. Hmm. Five minutes left in the match. Gibson goes to the top rope and drop kicks Dax, but pulls Morton over. Uh, kicks Dax and pulls Morton over the corner. Uh, corner Gibson tags himself in. FTR begins to run away from them as they're being smart and they're stalling and they're trying to let the clock run out. FTR runs on the side. A Morton Morton hits a double clothesline on both men from the apron. Dax is thrown back into the ring and Cash is thrown into the barrier. Morton Gibson are getting desperate. They're trying to do the same pin that FTR did, but the ref sees it. Morton hits a Canadian destroyer on Dax. RNR goes outside and hits a double drop kick on Cash. They get inside and hit another double drop kick on Dax. Gibson covers one, two, time runs out. So your winners still high price tag team champions R and R. Oh, FTR. Can I just uh, say that I love the fact that you used a play on my favorite rock and roll moment of all time in tag team wrestling, where they're getting beat up in the corner by the Midnight Express, uh, Gibson or Morton is, and Gibson comes in the ring 
punches both the Midnights in their corner, but then hip tosses his own partner over to his corner, then goes out and tags him real quick, and then comes back in to start whipping ass. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't understand why more tag teams haven't ripped that off. It's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you, sir. Thank you. Our next match for the National Treasure Championship, MJF with Warlow versus Orange Cassidy. God damn it. So excited. MJF tries to tie up, but Cassidy doesn't want to. Cassidy throws crick, uh, throws punches, but they're at Orange's speed. So MJF laughs, laughs them off. MJF doesn't want to play with ga- ca- games with Cassidy. MJF grabs ca- Orange and tries to put a sleeper on, but Cassidy lowers himself out of the hold. MJF is kicking the ropes in frustration. MJF tells Cassie to run the ropes. Cassie does it solely. So MJF tells the ref to look at the crowd, and he thinks he sees John Candy. The ref turns around, and Warlow trips Cassidy. <laughs> MJF puts on the headlock. MJF takes off. Ca- <laughs> MJF takes off Cassie's glasses and breaks them. Ca- Orange begins to hulk up. Cassie gets out of the headlock and starts acting like Hogan. MJF tries to throw punches, but Cassidy stops him and punches MJF back. Cassidy hits a big boot and goes for a leg drop, but then he's all out of Hulk, so he goes back to snail space. <laughs> His level up power only lasts yeah. like 15 seconds. <laughs> Cassidy goes for the leg drop, but just sits down and then puts his leg over MJF's neck. God damn it. Cassidy goes for the cover, but only gets a one. <laughs> Cassidy goes to the corner and finds his 32-ounce of orange juice and drinks half of it. Cassidy runs the rope and hits multiple clotheslines. Cassidy's going for old school but walks across all the ropes, but MJF then throws him into the barriers. MJF distracts the ref as Warlow attacks Cassidy on the outside, throwing him into the announce table. Warlow then throws him back in the ring. MJF makes the cover but only gets a two. Both men kick up and begin to brawl. On Ca- Orange Cassidy goes to the super kick, but MJF ducks. Grabs Cassidy's pants and rolls him up for the one, two, three. I, I got to roll up somewhere. Your winner, MJF. You pay me a dollar, though. About 16 minutes. We go backstage with the Russian roulette of Nick Cage and Minoru Suzuki as Tanahashi shows up dressed up like Danny Trejo. Nick wants, uh, wants him to join the game, but Tanahashi has a better idea. He pulls out hungry, hungry hippos. Tanahashi says winner gets the bunny. Nick is down, but they need a fourth par- person. The door opens, and the real Danny Trejo joins the game, and Hungry Hungry Hippos begins. Trejo sits next to Tanahashi <laughs> as they both look at each other, confused. I'm so excited. It was Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> we get a promo for our next pay-per-view, The Rock. So get ready for that one. We cut back stages. Please tell me it takes place on The Rock. I can't tell you. On Dwayne Johnson? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we cut backstage and see Nick losing it, accusing Trejo for cheating because he's leaning the table towards himself. Suzuki points it out and starts yelling at Tanahashi, thinking it was Danny Trejo. Nick uh, then <coughs> starts yelling at the real Danny Trejo. It all becomes a yell storm. Nick tosses the game and storms out. Suzuki asks if anybody... Uh, uh, what they want to do next, and Trejo goes, let's steal the Declaration of Independence. The, the camera pans to Nick, and he's like, I'm in. God damn it. Does that mean MJF has to come because he's the National Treasure Champion? We don't know. All right. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Con Air. <laughs> for the High Praise Heavyweight Championship. 
The ladder's already set in the ring because both men are in the the LAX. So the match begins on the tarmac at LAX as both men uh, get shuttled to the airport on convict buses. The airplane is uh, taking them to the show with real inmates in them, with the in the plane. The inmates are handcuffed to their seats. Both men begin to brawl in the airplane. They brawl through the aisles. Osprey grabs onto a pole and kicks Cole. Cole releases one of the inmates, and it's Tonga Toa. Tonga spears Osprey into the back. Osprey fights off Tonga as he throws him into the landing gear area. Osprey heads up to the up to Cole, who hits him with a food tray. Cole hits a backdrop on Osprey. Osprey's feet get caught on the bar. Cole super kicks Osprey, who's dangling from the pole. Cole goes over and grabs some handcuffs, and he handcuffs Osprey to the chair. Osprey, uh, Cole tells Osprey to sit tight. We have 43 minutes. I checked. Until uh, the flight's over. Cole then goes to the cockpit and sits with the pilot, the masked man who was on last week's show. Osprey tries to get out of the handcuffs, and he can't, so he uh, talks to the guy next to him, Big Tom, or as he's known as on the plane, Baby T. Baby T. He says that they're being transferred to another prison. And he says that he's a diabetic who needs to get his shot soon. Osprey asks for a favor. He says, can you freak out saying you need your shot so I can get out and get after Cole? Baby T says, sure. But he wants to know what's in it for him. Osprey says if he wins, he gets a title shot. Baby T uh, then begins to shake as Osprey's yelling for help. Then Reigns and MC Ganey dress up as guards show up and release Osprey so they can get to help Baby T. <laughs> Osprey runs to the cockpit and drop kicks Cole. Cole and Osprey begin to brawl in the cockpit. Uh, they they brawl in the plane. Uh, they brawl in the plane, hitting buttons, and they begin to uh, lose pressure. God. And the is beginning to go down. Uh, uh, Osprey hits Cole into the release the prisoner button. All of them are released. The prisoners are released, and it turns out that they're all members of Undisputed Era. Dressed up in disguises. Osprey gets dragged out of the cockpit. And then uh, Osprey starts fighting them all off. But then Baby T gets up and starts helping Osprey. Osprey grabs Tama and they fight to the back. Tama opens the back door and then they start. They have to fight to stay on. So they both wrap their arms around uh, straps flying in the air. Osprey is able to roundhouse kick uh, Tama out of the plane. You can tell... He, you can totally see the bad stunt double that's filling in for, Tom, <laughs> for Tama. Fish and O'Reilly are fighting Baby T. They beat him to the ground, but uh, and uh, beat him to the ground, and he's uh, knocked. Uh, he's to the ground. O'Reilly begins to play his air guitar. He turns around into a flying forearm from Osprey. Osprey and Fish begin to brawl until Fish slips and flies out of the plane. O'Reilly screams for Bobby, so he drops his guitar and jumps after Bobby. Jesus. Oh, my God. Osprey turns, his, Osprey turns his attention to Cole, but the bathroom door opens, and it's Jeff Cobb. Cobb knocks out Baby T with one punch. The plane get, begins to get closer to the arena. Osprey charges Cobb, and they begin to brawl. Osprey knocks down a, uh, gets knocked down. 
but he finds a fire extinguisher, so he sprays it in Cobb's face. Cobb falls back into the uh, bathroom. Osprey locks the bathroom door. And the plane's out of control. It's about to crash into the arena, so Osprey finds the body of El Jefe the Sensei and tosses it out of the plane to be its weight to stop the plane from crashing into the arena. <laughs> we need to get rid of some weight. <laughs> he... he, he El Jefe is like that. The, the he is dead weight. weight bag. Like they just toss sometimes. Yeah, dead weight, literally. Cole comes out and they begin to fight what? in the arena. They brawl through the hallways. Cole hits a shining wizard, leaving Osprey in the back. Cole enters the Vegas Strip, but Osprey hits Cole with, in the back with a kendo stick. Cole stumbles to the apron. Osprey goes over, goes into the ring and does jumps over the apron over the ropes, doing, hitting a moonsault. Cole goes for the super kick but misses, and Osprey then hits his own super kick. Osprey gets in the ring, starts climbing the ladder. The mad ma- the mask man comes in and hits Osprey in the back with a kendo stick, and then he rips off his mask. But Osprey's still confused who it is. So then the mask man rips off his mustache, and it's Roderick Strong. Osprey was so confused that Roddy had to yell, now that's what you call acting. And then the camera pans to Nick Cage as he approves. That's awesome. Osprey turns around and starts climbing the ladder, but Cole hits a Panama sunrise off the ladder. Strong then helps carry Cole to the top to win, to get his belt for the win. Your winner, your high praise champion, Adam Cole. Baby. Match went an hour and a half. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Five stars. I don't think I can do anything better than that, so I should just retire now. (laughs) (laughs) You're right over there, Corey? I'm sorry, Corey. The day I wrote this, I wanted to text you so bad saying, like, don't even try, just because I, I just knew this was, like, my best work I've ever done. On a card. That's I mean, all right. The best work you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I mean, we're doing two different things. I finally figured out halfway through. You're doing uh, WWE cinema, yep. cinematic matches, and I'm doing. We all have gimmicks. Yeah, you're doing like you're doing, you're doing Attitude Era filth times a yep. hundred. Yep. I'm doing Ring of Honor old school, mm-hmm. and you're doing WCW. It's the nice thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just it, like like ninety six. Like we we okay. each, yeah. It's yeah like we, no, I'm saying, I'm yeah, like not like two thousand. We're gonna give yeah, it no, 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 like good competent booking from week to week. That's that's like good and it's fun to watch. I mean, all of them are good in different ways. It's just, it took me like two months of this to be like, all right, How we each much have can distinct. I, get away with, is I what mean, we're gonna find out, dude. You're asking, so I will. I'll, you can go further than you already have. I'm not an arc. I just want to throw it out there, by the way, that uh, Jeff, I'm the only one who hasn't Charlotte, used you. The Charlotte's so, new what, gimmick. What do, you, what do you guys think? It was, it was good. Great. It was good. It was, it was like inventive as shit. Uh, I thought it was really good. I could never. That's the only part. Ever do that. <laughs> the, Couldn't. the part that's hard for me when I do this is like I want to just keep going. And I'm like, I can't just keep going. I just have to make this. I have to make it sound right. 
I have to make it make sense, but I don't want I can't I don't want to write that much. I, it, this isn't in my wheelhouse. But I period. would, I would, I would just keep going if I could, but I would I don't want to read that much. So Do, like, doing, I can't, I can't doing do this isn't in my wheelhouse, period, because naturally I'm not the most creative human being. I'm just not I just start thinking of stuff and that probably little, uh, that would probably help. There's a little impact on what comes out yeah. on, on I, the pen to paper. Up. I I Always, had to time. I had to get into the zone of Nick Cage, so I watched like multiple Nick Cage movies. The Did day you watch Con Air. Surprisingly, no. Hmm. Interesting. But I I made sure I had like since it's Con Air, I need to put characters from the movie in. Hundred percent. Like I know where I'm going four months from now, but. Everything up till then is. I know where I'm going for the next. Placing 12 the weeks. I'm uh, placing the steps. I got. I'll be honest. I know my next week's show will be a dud, just because it's just like I spent so much time into like this one show that I'm like, next week. Yeah, two weeks. Thumbs up. Well, like like the the one I just did, I knew it was going to be a uh, rebound show because I shot my load on the last one, which I think was probably the worst one I've done in my opinion. Um, I think it's always my middle ones because. The first one after a pay-per-view is always it's the fresh. It's, it's, it's the fresh. Back, yeah, so like the two and three, mm-hmm. or the second one I feel like isn't the one. It's just the setup, and then the third is the go home, and then I always try to go as far out as possible for the pay-per-view. Yeah. So I will tell people ahead of next week. Yeah, here we are. You can tell that's, now. Uh, <laughs> You're saying I was the attitude era. A lot of stuff happened in my pay-per-view. It's gonna be. Attitude era like promos for most of the show because I gotta I got some explaining to do. So like, I wrote one promo. It was like nine paragraphs. Just like, that sounds, sounds great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you'll go first or I'll go first, and you can just uh, <laughs> let just that a go. heads up. It's so, gonna be good, but mm. so it's gonna be like those uh, late '96 NWO's brand new nitros. Yeah, and ooh. where Hogan and Bischoff get in the ring and just spill forever. Pretty much. Yeah, See, like and that. I want to write promos, too. Like, I write promos, obviously, but I don't want to write them too long. I wanted just to make it... Mine normally aren't these... Uh, I feel like what be. I've been doing is perfect, the perfect amount of writing. Honestly, I just need to, I need to put more time into it. <laughs> it takes me about two hours to write each More show. racial slurs. And then I'll proofread it, like, an so hour later, and then I'll, like, miss some stuff, and I'll think of something else to throw in there. That's I thought the best. Of, I thought about naming my next show, There's a Riot Going On, but Ooh. I'm not sure if that's a good point. Defund the champion. Well... <laughs> Uh, Defund the uprising. Yes. <laughs> so let's move on to. Yep. Uh, Would you rather? Would you rather? So then I have some news. I don't know if you guys saw, but I'll bring it up afterwards. Well, why don't we do that do now? That. Then it's do it now. News. Fuck it. Oh, anyway, okay. It's breaking. Say, it's about uh, AEW's Excalibur. Yeah. There's a video of him dropping uh, some end bombs. Oh well, you hate to see it. Ah well, you gotta you love know, who he's multiple, with though. Multiple, by the he's way, he's been trained by a uh, good old <laughs> Oriental man. <laughs> so uh, well, yeah, it's, a, it's a nice commentary team you have there. Be a shame somewhere to have to it. Yeah, there goes that. Yeah, you. Um, God damn it. Let me. Let me. I don't need you to say the words. Oh, no, no, what no. What's he saying? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Not the video, but. Is he doing expletive, a, expletive, is he expletive? Do, is he doing a rap song, or is he like "fuck those blanks"? I hope they die. Hanging from like some context raptors. is needed here. Certain people hanging from certain rappers. In one way, on one video, multiple videos. One video That's shows Excalibur using the racial slur in a, com- a comical way. The other instance was not so funny in the slightest. <laughs> I, Ooh. I, 
the, the, other one. the second the video takes place at a live event, and they use the N word with the with a hard R twice. Mm. It was directed at his opponent that night. He also used a slur for Latin American during the same promo. Oh, oh so this is when he wrestled? Yep. Oh shit! Jeez, he he was retired by like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Oh. How old is this video? How old is he? Uh, <laughs> well, the mask he's wearing, it looks, and the video looks really. Uh, yeah, I was like, he hasn't wrestled really since like 2005, 2006. So we're talking, these are some old ass videos. Okay, well, that's some context. Yep. Not good in any way. Not no. good at but, all. But um, could be worse than, in my opinion, at least. I mean, we'll see. You're that? young. You guys are old enough at that time frame. Yep. That shit, that, <gasps> that flew pretty easy back then. That was about the end of it. Remember that in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, the excuse everybody always gave was, I'm just doing the rap song. Yeah. Yeah. I put an A at the end. For years, that was the thing. I censor myself. Uh, I say neighbor. You know, to be honest with you, and this is an absolute shoot, I've never felt comfortable saying it. So. Uh, yeah, same. It's Even, uh, even had... back in those days where everybody was... It was always frowned upon, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it was one of those things like, uh, oh, let's be honest, in the late 90s, sexual harassment and using the N-word were frowned upon, but it happened all the time. Yep. Like, there yeah. was a different mindset. Now it's just slang. Some people just try to use it as slang now. And it's but slang. I've, never, I've never felt comfortable saying it, even like back Mike then. Perry. Like Mike Perry. How about that? So, I would you rather? No. I do a lot of shitty things, but that's one would thing I can hold my head up. Funny enough, would you rather say <laughs> <laughs> or get these That's hands? That's directed at me. I know that one's for me. <clears throat> so, start with Corey this week. God Ooh. damn it. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm just a jobber all fucking show. First billing. Corey. Mm-hmm. Would you rather Alexa get these hands or lose to Izzy McQueen? Oh, I'd much rather her lose to Izzy McQueen. Then I could comfort her. No, I wanted to get those get hands. Get those hands. Okay. Son of a bitches, I will <laughs> cut your dicks off and feed them to the family dog. Corey. We're on the side of the house. So. Yeah. Corey. Yeah. Would you rather Alexa become a Disney princess, comma, and also a Nazi? <laughs> or get these hands. <laughs> Get these hands! I know get you knew he wasn't hands. gonna fit. Get these hands in the first one, so you made it even harder with get these hands. <laughs> Sly son of a bitch. I, I, <laughs> do you support neo Nazism or yeah, do you yeah, support yeah. getting those hands, Corey? Corey, Corey. Corey those are the giant questions that everyone wants to know right I now. I guess do under you support neo Nazism <laughs> under the but question. But she is a princess. <laughs> under the question that you asked. I guess I'd rather her she get went to those Auschwitz. Hands. Yeah! She went to Auschwitz and uh, tried I, to find her glass slippers. I can't, <laughs> I can't, su- I can't support neo-Nazism. Fantastic. Okay, one more. God was mean. Damn you. <laughs> Would you rather her or the pig get these hands? Would you rather have Alexa? <laughs> God, Wait, I got one. I got, Stop. Okay, okay. No, you don't have one. Shut your mouth. Okay. I just <laughs> forgot I wrote this. Oh, God. God damn well, it. I do have one, too. Oh, so. God, I'm scared. Would you rather have Alexa be impregnated by the lonely Toshi or get these hands? <laughs> do you support 
Non-consensual sex? Wait, or do you wait, support giving these hands? Wait, not, no, it's consensual. Oh, but it's it Jeff. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be consensual. <laughs> well, let's break this down. Okay. Okay. If, uh, oh, shit, I'm sweating. If Alexa suddenly got a proclivity for overweight, middle-aged, nothing-happening white men mm-hmm. and picked my cousin over me, I'd just kill myself anyway. <laughs> So she can get those hands. So she's getting those hands. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got one for him, too. That's okay. There you go. <laughs> go ahead. Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Would you watch In Their Primes mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior versus Latino Buff in a 16-minute Iron Man match? Mm-hmm. But you have to watch it Four times a day. God damn. For the rest of your life. Sounds horrible. Or Alexa gets these hands. God damn it! Get these hands. <laughs> you know, I always thought the warrior was underrated. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hard worker. God damn you, motherfuckers. That was rough. I'm afraid for what he has for us if huh? it's always to get these hands for him. Jobin. No oh, crap. He knows my weak spot. Jobin. Go on. Would you rather be a jobber in AEW or AGW? Oh, there's no jobbers. All fame. Uh-huh. Or have Alexa get these hands. Oh, get these hands. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Get these hands, baby. This is the... Jobin? Yeah. Would you rather win another no Selly with Marty Jannetty? Get these hands. Or only be able to watch Sunday Night Heat? While Alexa gets these hands. God damn it. <laughs> I will accept the no selly as I watch Alexa get these hands. Two-time winner. You heard it at first with Marty Jannetty. Jobin. I'm not going to watch Heat. No. (laughs) Jobin. Yeah. Would you rather have cheese on a burger while admitting LeBron is the goat? Or Or have Alexa get these hands? Come on, she's already gotten them like I four feel, I feel, times. I feel like she's taking it for the week now, so I'll, I'll take the cheeseburger. There it is. And LeBron's a goat. As, well, we're, as we're watching. She so the correct hand. burger and the correct goat. Correct. All right, Booble. Devin, get these hands. <laughs> Would you rather be the no-sell little bitch or have Alexa get these hands? <laughs> That's tough. Because I value my spot. But Alexa's getting these hands. <laughs> Poor guy over there. Would you rather have literally everyone say <laughs> literally to every literal 60 seconds or have Alexa get these hands? Alexa's getting those fucking hands literally every 60 seconds. He's dumping a load. Okay. This is kind of for uh, for Joe, too, this last one. Would you rather have Nurkic snap his leg in your living room Not while Alexa oh. gets these hands? Oh. Next one. Oh. Or... Have the Huskies beat the Ducks in Austin while Alexa gets, gets these, these hands, hands in the middle of the O. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. To, I can't do it to Yusuf. I can't. The man's been through enough. Is it only one year? Don't worry about it. And yeah, we got this way. 
All right, well. Break it. <laughs> Is that, uh, who has Alexa Bliss? <laughs> who has Braun Strowman? Mm. No. All right, no well. Booba will be doing some chatting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, would you rather? Get these hands. I'm thinking it had a theme tonight. I don't it know did, if it did. Jobin. Yeah. We're not wrapping it up yet. We're not. We're not. We're not. Because Corey. Corey. Spurred. Spurred on. By a YouTube video. Well, you were absent. The human wrestling databases shit list in professional wrestling. My five people. They're on my shit list. Yeah. Five to one? <sighs> Yeah, oh, I'm going to go one to five. I can go whatever you want. As many as you want, I don't give a fuck. Well, let's start at the bottom, I guess. Um, then we're here. It's true. Humble brag. I, I got to go number five, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. Yep. He's on the list, but he's the lowest because for all the terrible fucking things that he's done, the, it exists today largely because of him and what he did. At what point did he make your list? Mm, that's a good question. You know what? I'm gonna Daniel Bryan time. Actually, you're not far off. Yeah, around the time, because while he's always been kind of tone deaf to what the crowd wants, that was the most egregious example of look. You could have a lot more money and attendance and everything, but because he doesn't fit your box, you're th- literally pissing everything away and pissing off your entire fan base, and you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Who's the most over person I'd seen since Snow Cold? So, yeah, Spencer Man definitely gets. There it is. Number five. Number four. A Joey Ryan. Oh. A late edition. Yeah. But, uh, and a caveat. A caveat might be just everybody guilty in the speaking out. Mm-hmm. Movement from a month ago. If you're sexually abusing women, assaulting women, raping women, grooming women, uh, regard especially underage ones in this business, fuck you. Get out of the business. We don't need you. We don't want you. I don't care how talented you may or may not be. It doesn't matter. You're a disgusting human. You're doing shit that should land you in jail. And uh, not only does the business need to... I mean... Every business. I mean, I shudder to think because if wrestling is that bad, mm-hmm. we all know something like Hollywood, as we've seen, mm. is about a jillion times worse. So it's just disgusting. Fuck all you guys, but especially Joe Ryan, you piece of shit. We were a fan of yours. We stand for you at one point. Um, fuck you. Yep. So you're gone. You're done. Checks out. Number three, Dixie Carter. Ooh. Ooh. This is a tough one. What Hello. Did you do to you, Hello. We could have had what we possibly may kind of sort of have with AEW now if it goes well. Mm-hmm. We could have had that 20 years ago with TNA if she'd have gotten the fuck out of it and just let the wrestling people do the wrestling shit. Um, and that's a very serious one because the business is better with competition. Yep. And they were there. They had the talent. They had the stars. They had the TV. They had the platform. They had the pay-per-views. They also had her. Add every bit. Ruining everything. Um, she is as, to me, she is as responsible for how shitty the wrestling business has been since WWE business as Vince McMahon. Damn. 
because she had everything handed to her, including the money from her daddy, to make a difference. And she she had to be the star. She had to be in the know. She had to run everything when she didn't have a fucking clue. Fuck you. Wow. But now we're to the top two. Top two. Top two. Number one's easy. Yep. Number two I had trouble with. Because there's a lot of scumbags and pieces of shit in wrestling. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? It would have been super easy to go Hulk Hogan for the racist shit. Yep. You were you were literally my role model growing up. I was a Hulkamaniac as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to go that route because I'm a big boy. You, you know, I've been disillusioned by far more closer people in my life than just some dude I watched on TV. So that don't bother me so much. I just kind of shake my head. Mm-hmm. Just go, that's too bad. Tisk tisk. However, Chris Benoit, you make my shit list. I appreciate you for your wrestling talents. Or at least did. You know what I mean? But you did fucking kill your wife and kid in cold blood. Whether you were in your right mind or not really doesn't matter. And you put a stench and a scar on professional wrestling that they had to go to ridiculous amounts to sanitize the PG era. And it's still not completely gone. He almost shut down an industry. He did. It came awful close. So fuck, and he probably should have been number one, but however, it should come (laughs) as no surprise. It's not. Number one, Vince Russo. Fuck you, Vinny Roo. Everything Cornette has said about you is absolutely true, and that's not even because I'm a Cornette fan. It's because I watched it. I lived through it. Yep. And I was a diehard TNA fan as well. As much as Dixie Carter... You're to blame for everything. She hired Vince Russo. (laughs) Not only did you produce... Yeah, no. Not only did you produce the worst era of WF, in my opinion, Hmm. just my... Business-wise, it was the best. I can't take that away. But in my opinion, the Attitude Era is the worst era of of WF there's ever been. Rewatching it now is only proving that to me. (laughs) Then you went to WCW and killed the company I fucking loved. Mm -hmm. Killed it dead. Mm -hmm. Drug it into the ground. You raped its corpse. Oh, wow. <laughs> Skull fuck the eye sockets. Then a new company comes up. It's got a chance to compete. You worm your way in there and fuck it up multiple times, getting fired multiple times. Mm-hmm. You finally cost them their national TV deal on Spike because you weren't supposed to be working there, but Dixie Carter secretly hired you back. And then... CC'd Spike TV in a private email between the two of you. (sighs) You're stupid and ignorant in the fact that you still think what you did was great. When we have 20 years of solid gold evidence proving that you you damn near raped and killed the business dead. Bro. Yeah. Bro. 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 And now you want to blame everybody besides you. Oh, and by the way, you only had one idea. Shock TV. It worked in WWE because, one, it was the first time, and two, Vince McMahon heavily edited your ass. The fact that in 2017 you were still trying to do shock TV when that era had long fucking gone proved that you were a one-trick fucking pony who was never good in the first place and only fucking backdoored your way into a position and then conned everybody for 20 years into thinking you were somehow worth a shit. I hope Cornette outlives you. I hope he pisses on your grave. You're probably eternally my number one on the shit list. Fuck you, Vinny Rue. 
Boom. You guys, uh, you know, spurred that one on me. Yeah, that's right. All right. That's right. Uh, so that felt good. That, yeah, it did. <laughs> feels good when you let that out sometimes. Yeah. Feels good to get somebody those hands. Anybody else got five they want to do next week? <laughs> Braun Strowman is inching his way into my top five. <laughs> Inches way to Alexa, too. God damn it! <laughs> so, uh, before I leave, I'll, uh, yes or no question? No. No. Wait, just, no. Uh, what? No. Or get these I, According to The Athletic, <laughs> Tyson Jones will be 50 bucks. No. 100% not. All right. Not happening? No, I'm not. I'm He's not paying it. that yet. Fuck no. that yeah, shit. Not 50 bucks. Okay. For an exhibition match? When the co-main event is Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, nah. That I'm sounds right. terrible. I'm all right. That sounds terrible. I'm, I'm actually out of town that day. Mm. Get to tell me what day it was. I know. No. <laughs> I am. I am curious. It's I, September. I'm out. Yep. Yeah. That day. I am, Can't however, looking forward to talking shop mania. There it is. From my boys. Yep. August first. Yep. The good brothers. My boys, the good brothers, gonna rock and roll it. That's Saturday. It yep. is. So I'm looking forward to. We'll be ordering it. So. Ooh. For that being said, let's run it down. <laughs> you can find all of our lovely, lovely podcasts and words at nocellentertainment.com. Where we have the written words. Like, that's my opinion by Mike Google. That's me. The Dekai Sensei with Jeff Mack. That's Jeff. The database where today I did Over the Edge 99. That's you. Yeah. Yep. Um, the we have podcast. We do like the No Cell podcast. This the Monday one? Night War Stories. Mm-hmm. The Pay Per View War Stories. The Thundercast. Mm-hmm. That's my pick. Mm-hmm. The Gang Reviews. Mm-hmm. And the best part is that No Cell Nobody gets those hands. There's that. Except Alexa. God damn it! it. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Twitter's. You can follow Corey at that that cavebabe guy. Always first billing. You can find Devin Dahlberg at Devin Dahlberg. You can follow the No Cell Living Legend at MT Booble. You can follow me at That Joe Lussell. You can follow the producer at Producer Zen. You can follow No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, hopefully Spotify. Got it! What the hell was I missing last week? I don't know. So give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, all that good stuff. And like always, Alexa! Gets those hands. <laughs>